Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. Today, I'd like to share with you digital security advice from the book, Security in the Digital World for the Home User, Parent, Consumer, and Home Office by Graham Day. This book has useful digital security advice for consumers and home offices. There are several helpful lists and each chapter ends with a summary. This book wasn't as engaging as other personal cybersecurity books I've read, which you can find at defendingdigital.com. This book seemed a bit unorganized as well. The author, Graham Day, spent more than a decade as a counterintelligence and security specialist. Since then, he has consulted in information security. He's a CESG, Certified Professional Security Information Risk Advisor, and Certified Information Systems Security Professional, CISSP. Now I'd like to share with you my notes from each chapter. From the chapter, Personal Digital Security Top 10, one, configure the platform or secure your device. Configure your security settings, install anti-malware, and install updates and patches. Two, manage your accounts. Use difficult passwords. Use different login info for different accounts. Use multi-factor authentication whenever available. Don't share login info. Three, have a private life. Don't post private info online. Don't post plans online, which could reveal when you're home or when you could be attacked. And don't be afraid to ask friends to take down posts about you or that tag you. Four, be security aware. Check the identification of senders and callers. Challenge the requests of callers if you have doubts. Confirm with the organization that the request is genuine. Five, manage your information. Only entrust your information to providers you trust. Regularly check your credit rating. Regularly search your name and the names of your family members. Six, configure your browser. Configure spam and ad blockers. Install internet security software. Install a virtual private network, VPN, on portable devices. Seven, manage the home network and internet of things. Change the default passwords on your devices. And configure network security software. Eight, shop clever. Check the security credentials of websites. Don't save credit or debit card details on websites. Use different browsers for different tasks, such as finances versus leisure. Nine, security does not stand still. Regularly review your security. Take action if you notice anything different in your online presence. Ask friends to inform you if they see anything online about you that you need to know about. And 10, think twice, click once. Before doing anything online, consider its impact on you. Don't take everything at face value. Take a minute to check and think before you click. From the chapter, The How, dealing with phishing. So these are a few things to help you deal with phishing attempts. Is the sender's email address genuine? Does the content of the email match reality? For example, do you really have that account that's mentioned in the message? Or have you really made that transaction? Type the site's address in your browser's address bar to go to the official website. Then log into your account and see if it shows the same transactions or notifications that are mentioned in the email. How about the grammar and spelling? Are they correct? If a street or mailing address is shown in the message, is it correct? Does the message ask you to click a link? Never click a link in an email that you are not expecting or that you're suspicious of. Delete phishing emails. If you're prompted, create a rule to delete future emails like it. Dealing with vishing, which is voice phishing. Don't give personal or secret information to unknown callers. If the caller says they're from an organization that manages your sensitive information, 
say that you will call or visit your local branch to provide that information instead of giving it over the phone. Don't give in to manipulation or threats. Say it's not a convenient time to speak and request a number that you can call them back on. And also ask for a reference number, the caller's name, and the organization's name. Use a different contact method to check whether the call is authentic. If you were emailed, then call the organization. If you were called, then email customer service. When you call, call the number on the organization's website. Another way to deal with uh, voice phishing is simply hang up. Dealing with smishing, which is SMS or text message phishing. Don't click links in text messages from unrecognized senders. Don't click links in unexpected or unusual messages. Don't open attachments unless you know the sender and are expecting the attachment. And call the sender to confirm that they sent you the message. Dealing with ransomware. Don't pay the ransom. There's no guarantee that your information will be released or that the attackers haven't left malware on your device for future use. Search for and apply a technical fix if there's one available. Keep your data backed up. Keep all license codes that came with your device in case you need to reinstall software. From the chapter Operating System, Computers and Laptops. Uh, a few options for macOS anti-malware. Avast Security for Mac, which is free. Malwarebytes for Mac, and there are free or paid options. Sophos Home, also free or paid options. And Avira Free Antivirus for Mac, which is free. And for Windows, you can check filehippo.com for the ratings and reviews of free security software. And I have links to all of these in the blog post that goes along with this episode. From the chapter Home Office, some home security, home office security software. Sophos Home, again, for Macs or PCs. Sophos UTM, Home Edition, which turns a dedicated computer into a security appliance. And free security software from Avira and AVG. You can test the strength of passwords with the site howsecureismypassword.net. From the chapter Smartphones and Tablets, disable iPhone analytics because that shares location information and other data. iPhone security is more robust than Android security. If you carry contactless cards, put them in an RFID blocking sleeve, wallet, or purse. A few tips for using ATMs. Use ATMs that are inside of banks rather than on the street. Examine an ATM for devices that are attached to the card reader or the cash dispenser. Look for extra or unusual cameras as well. Never use an ATM when other people are lingering nearby. If your card gets trapped in the ATM, call the bank. Stay at the ATM until the problem is resolved, if possible. From the chapter Internet of Things, IoT couple of options for home network hardware firewalls. There's the F-Secure Sense and the Dojo. Again, links are in the blog post that goes along with this episode. Before selling, donating, or disposing of Internet of Things devices, reset them to factory defaults. If that's not possible, destroy the hard drive. Before you add any Internet of Things device to your home, ask the following questions. Is the benefit of the device worth the risk? What do you need to do to manage the risk? Maybe you have to change the password or put it in a different place in your home. Who can access the information on or from the device? Who can change the settings on the device? From the chapter Parental Security, 
a few options for parental controls. If you're using Windows, uh, there are a couple of articles. One is called Set Content Restrictions on Windows 10 and Xbox One. Another is Set Up a Family Account. Uh, you can also just search for parental controls and find other options. For Apple devices, uh, there's an article, Set Up Parental Controls on Mac, and there are other articles for iOS. And you can also check out the Google Safety Center. Again, links are in the blog post that goes with this episode. And the last chapter is titled Resilience and gives a few backup tips. Ensure that your computer backs up to a device that is not permanently attached to it. Encrypt your backups and password protect them. Rotate between two or more backup devices so they are not reliant on a single backup device. Store your backup devices in different locations so that they're not vulnerable to harm in the same location. If you found this summary helpful, then I recommend reading the book. Again, its title is Security in the Digital World for the Home User, Parent, Consumer, and Home Office by Graham Day. And I have a link in the blog post. Uh, I also have a resources page at defendingdigital.com with additional books on cybersecurity and privacy. So what should you do? I've selected a few top tips from the book. One. Configure the security settings in your devices and accounts. Two, install updates and patches. Three, use difficult, long, and complex passwords. Four, use different login info, usernames and passwords, for different accounts. Five, use multi-factor authentication, sometimes called two-factor authentication, whenever possible. Six, don't post private info online. Seven, don't post plans online, which could reveal when your home or you could be attacked. Eight, check the identification of senders and callers. Nine, when you receive a request for information, confirm with the organization that the request is genuine. Use a different contact method to check whether the call is authentic. If you were emailed, then call the organization. If you were called, then email customer service. Use the contact info on the organization's website. 10, don't click links in unexpected or unusual messages. 11. Don't open attachments unless you know that the sender, unless you know the sender and are expecting the attachment. 12. Keep your data backed up. 13. Before using an ATM, examine it for devices that are attached to the card reader or the cash dispenser. Look for any extra or unusual cameras. 14. When you buy an internet-connected device, do what you can to minimize the security risk. Change the password and think carefully about where it should be put in your home. 15. If you're a parent, take advantage of parental controls. For Windows, see the articles Set Content Restrictions on Windows 10 and Xbox One, or Set Up a Family Account, or Search Parental Controls. For Apple devices, see Set Up Parental Controls on Mac. You can also check out the Google Safety Center. 16. Ensure your computer backs up to a device that is not permanently attached to it. 17. Store backup devices in different locations from the devices that they back up, so that the backups aren't vulnerable to harm in the same location. If you want to see these notes, including all of the links, you can see defendingdigital.com. And you can also find other books on digital security and privacy, uh, and other tips for defending your digital life at defendingdigital.com. <laughs>